There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Mug and Ass St. Louis Act. You're all in Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on a program that solicits your involvement in the EDF group text inbox 314-881-TMA5. And, of course, email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And uh, press conference Monday, post-DOTUM press conference Monday. That's okay. right. 636-9004-TMA is how you can call in, and we'll line up the calls, and we will let ladies to the front of the line. Uh, Doug, uh, so much to talk to. You said let's do five hours today. I didn't say that. Uh, and Jackson and I only have three balloon parties this week, uh, but maybe we're going to cut another one because uh, if we do five hours of TMA, then I guess Randy Character will just have to do four hours of the opening drive. I don't know. I don't so have all the right. answers. Yeah. Why don't you just voice track? What about it now? Yeah, voice just voice track, track couple, takes voice track a couple shows. for balloon party. Uh, that's what we have. Uh, Doug, uh, your lead story is, well, I guess it's the Cardinals. You can't go wrong with the Cardinals, well, the way they're course, playing baseball. Of course it's 11 and 3 yeah. in their last 14. On fire. Just handled the Brewers and the Dodgers, both first-place teams. Especially the Dodgers. I would have taken four wins in that week with the pitching they were going up against, and they got got five, and they really could have gotten six. Still, I'm upset about a Brendan Donovan two strikes and that one loss to the Brewers. That was Yeah. Well, I guess he needs to be sent down then. Okay. Uh, I didn't like Gorman. Let's talk about the umpire. I didn't like Gorman not playing yesterday. I think. Oh, you have a wow! You have a critical take. That's my take. Yeah. (laughs) You got a guy hitting like Ted Williams out there, and he sits. I don't ever want to see him sitting. Play him every day. Nice. Real what nice. is this scheduled day off? I don't get a scheduled day off. He shouldn't get one either. Nice. Get him in the lineup. Get him in there often. Nice. Batting third, fourth, second. I don't care. He's about the best hitter you have right now. Get him in the lineup. Don't sit him. Play him. Nice. We didn't need Yepes out there DH and get Corbin in there. Does he have a hit against lefties this year? Yes, he's got home runs against lefties. We gonna sit Arenado and Goldschmidt against right-handed pitchers? No, that'd be ridiculous. Nice. Then you got your best left-handed hitter you have. Oh, here's a lefty. Take a seat on the pine. I don't get it. Real lame. Well, he had a Jim Dandy of a Saturday night, though. 
Eighth inning, three-run blast. How do you do, friends? I'm fine, and so is he. He also homered against Arias a few days before that. I mean, they've just pinned this reputation on him that, oh, well, you're struggling against lefties. He's not. He's barely hit against him all year, and when he does, when he gets in there, he does okay. Uh, he has uh, 13 at-bats against left-handed pitchers. And how many 126 hits? against right. Right. Uh, he is uh, three for 13 against left-handers with two home runs and three of those hits. Right. You sure wouldn't want to have that in your lineup. Ew. I, I don't get it. Uh, guys, I heard uh, the reason he didn't play is he slipped and fell in the shower. That's from oh. the 314. That could happen. Could, could happen. A lot anybody. of those guys wear their slippers in there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a mat on mine. Do you have a grab bar if you start to fall? <laughs> yeah, the shower curtain. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> oh, they make the little plastic it. ones that just... Kind of suction onto the Ooh. side of the well, shower. I've never fallen before. I just, I... You ever well, seen one of those dildos that you put a suction? No! They exist. You, you wash your feet, don't you, when you're in the shower? Well, you can't help but wash your feet. Yeah, so you water. wash your feet, and then you put your foot down, and it's covered with soap, and then you drop the soap, and then you slip on it. That's, oh. that's why you need a grab bar. Yeah, maybe next time. Guys, I disagree. I think the lead is the stack of logs that piled up at Normandy on Thursday. Mm. As Hoosier boys continue to add to the clogged pile of soft mud until it breached the water. Oh. You like that breach? No. That was a top story on Friday morning. That's old news. I oh. think it's still. I think it still could it's be still the lead. Wafting. Top story. People are still concerned about that, <laughs> and they're all experts in exactly what happened. Guys, balloon party, Doug, is the best. That's from Lake St. Louis Island Boy. Yeah, if you came in there and did that, they would build an altar to you in the 101 text inbox. Absolutely. Well, that's what you need to do is find one thing that you didn't (laughs) like and just really go off on. Everyone's an idiot but me. (laughs) Why do you guys only have three balloon parties? Do you guys have vacation? Oh, I didn't didn't, didn't know what you were asking. Uh, Pre-K graduation. Ooh, on Wednesday, big deal. Okay, did I you have you. pre-K you. graduations, or is that a new I phenomenon? I don't remember. I'm really not supportive of the idea, but I'm supportive yeah. of my son. Okay. Yeah, yeah, supportive of my idea. Roles, so I'll be in here and I'll do two hours of uh, TMA on Wednesday, and then I'll head to the pre-K graduation. Gotcha. And then Friday, I'm just off. We're uh, heading to Las Vegas. Word, word. Okay, I knew that. I didn't know if it was this week or next week. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, then your vacation next week. I am off uh, Friday next week. Oh, word, vacation. word. You're only, going to, you're only going to Vegas for the weekend? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going for a week. Oh, God. I can't go for a week anymore anyway. I mean, you You'd know. never come back. Well, I mean, there's, there's, the, there's the two children. It's the, oh, really yeah. the core issue. <laughs> yeah, take them with you. Vegas is a nice place for kids. <laughs> That'd be perfect for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, Herb Shirt is the lead. That's it. That's the tax. That's from the 314. Herb Shirt could be a lead. Yeah, very active boy mode. Uh, if you are a member of the TMA fan page on Facebook, uh, you can see I, I was in the elevator with Iggy as we were coming up, and I said, my God, I I think Buck Swope posted, Doug, about 5,000 pictures. Oh, did he really? Because I wanted to make sure there was one person at the event who didn't want to uh, be seen at the event, and so I, was, I didn't know if Buck Swope was aware of that, so I was scrolling through to make sure that person wasn't in there, and I kept scrolling, and I go, my God, the man took a lot of pictures, but that's what makes him the best in the business. Well, I'm, wherever I'm, news goes, Buck is sure to follow. <clears throat> and he was nice enough to, to DM me a few, because he knows I'm not on the fan page, so some of the ones that I were in, he sent me, so thank you. Huh, why aren't you on the fan page anymore to see some of these pictures? Oh, you, you're missing so much. I don't know how many times i got to tell you why I'm not on Well, that. I'd like to hear it again. <laughs> As Tim would say, it would take two seconds to fix it, but I don't care. Damn, just, hey. I Thank just you. get so many notifications about things on the fan page that I'm just tired of scrolling through them all before I get to Three see what I want to see. Scumbags on the fan page. <laughs> <laughs> there are some, yeah. 
Okay. No big deal. Well, okay. I just want to see you get your pictures. I don't know what you're going to do with them. Well, I like to look at them. Hans Dingeldorf just said in the YouTube chat, my kids had a pre-K graduation as well. I told them as soon as they left the stage to stay grinding, the work's just begun. Yeah. It's good advice. Maybe I'll do that on Wednesday. Well, it's true for most people. Do they get caps and gowns? I really... I don't think so. I mean, I guess it'd be quote-unquote cute. I'm not really on board with the whole thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the kids care. Man. Well, I know the kids don't care. Yeah, so I do it. You want to show old money what I would do? Show <laughs> up, kid gets done, you surprise him. You have the, one of those little kid cars, but it's like a Cadillac. Oh, Cadillac. 22 inch rims. Yep, you have it sliding right down and right in front of them. All the kids are looking at them. Yeah, the kids will love these little graduations because it means they're going to get something. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Doug. That's a nice read. What? A piece of paper? Oh, oh no. a present. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Trip to get ice cream or something. Yep. yep. Doug's got it. Doug, Doug's mm -hmm. been there. He's done it all. Yeah. He's, he knows this song and dance. Uh, we've done it all, too, and that's why we are grateful for the support of Michelob Ultra, the sponsor of the 7th Annual Dota. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Uh, sweet mother of mercy. What a series of ponies on Wednesday, Ooh. Thursday, and Friday. And, uh, Doug, uh, you said uh, Jehovah must have been with us. I remember you saying that on Friday because the rain did take place. But it didn't take place until the final ball was in the hole on Friday as uh, a team of uh, gentlemen who included a guy who caddied for either Iggy or Chris Raby in the series of Iggy versus Raby matches. I believe he caddied for Raby. I about Raby. He did? I, okay. I wouldn't have had somebody I didn't know. Uh, a former caddy at Whistling Straits, no oh. less. Uh, one, and I saw those boys' swings on the plowhawk hole, the Marcana plowhawk yeah. hole, oh, and I yeah. immediately said, I know you guys can play. I can tell by the way that ball was struck and also by the moves. And sure enough, Doug, some low handicaps. They came in at 13 under par, oh. the lowest score of the dotum. That's a 58 at the par 71 Normandy. And uh, they ship the 7th annual Michelob Ultra Dotum on Friday. Uh, and, and, and what a win it was. You, uh, you watched them uh, for eight of their holes, I think. No. Uh, what did of, you see? None of their holes. Uh, I wasn't so concerned about the scoreboard. I just kept running around saying, Jehovah must have been with us. <laughs> well, that was I'm my whole concern. If you go back to the audio on Friday, I think I predicted that Lee Sam was reading our apps at 2.30, and I said it won't start till we're done playing. You called it again. So I nailed another one. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Just like I nailed it last year. I we had that you've fun. Always nailed them. We had fun on hole twelve. I thought I think that's really where the party gets going. That's yeah, where the pony are. starts, brother. It was just a good group. Everybody was there, kind of hanging out. That's like everybody was there. Doug was there. I was there. <laughs> Lee Sam was there. Plowsy was there. Mark Hanna was there. Jackson was on five. Tim was on five on Friday. Well, everybody. I'd hit my hashtag celebrity shot, and then I would make my way over to uh, correct to yeah. number twelve. For the pony, a lot of sapphic play over at twelve. A lot of food. I didn't see that. There was some food, some candy. We came prepared. Yeah, Mark Hanna came, Mark Hanna prepared. came prepared. And I'm a telling long you. list of horrendous golf shots off what? that tee. Gosh, we saw some. What was it playing? Two forty-eight into the hawk. About one hundred and ten. Okay. Downhill, right in front of you. The first Nothing. first day, the second tee shot, we saw somebody almost ace it. The second day, it took twenty-two mm -hmm. players to get on the green. Just to get on, it, yeah. Pretty sad. We were horrible, too. At least I was. I, I about dunked a couple, but I also probably put 15 into the creek, 20 into the creek. Yeah. At least. I blame the golf balls. I just blame Some them. Some of them weren't round. 
after about 100, 150 swings, you could really start to feel it. Yeah. What a fun two days, though. Just amazing. Tip of the cap to Jesse and Emily and all their crew. Just, it's without a hitch. Just all those golfers, all that food and. Don't forget booze. Jehovah. He must have been with us. Hope. Just mm. without a without a hitch. Yeah. Well, you go up to the pavilion. There's always that trough full of liquids, both water, soda, fully stocked, fully stocked, and food at all times. Oh yes. I mean, the tacos are fire. Uh, Rockstar tacos, Rockstar smash burgers, absolutely burgers, donut drive-in. And uh, in my understanding and talking with Jesse Kiowski, who handles our marketing and events, and uh, Kelly Hanna, who is our general sales manager, is that uh, the players went through so much beer on Thursday. And this was like it. we had the conversation around 2 on Thursday. So the day wasn't even over that it became clear that we were going to need to get more for, uh, for Friday's festivities. So the people had a pony. And, uh, yes, Iggy, you are correct. It runs so smoothly, and that is a credit to everybody at Hubbard Radio, and we're very grateful for uh, for their support of our moron show. And, Doug, you pe- would call it a moron show, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would. How many people were out there playing each day? I About mean, uh, 18 times 8, and that math, of course, comes to 100,000? 86. Is that right? No. Yeah, I was going to bet against that if you were going to give me action. Yeah. 18 times 8. Well, the number has to be 4. 144. That's what my calculator says. I, I think we can trust that. Why don't we work on that for the next three hours and see if we can figure it out? That's 144 players? That's about right. That makes sense. And, and so you ran out of beer. Time at 288. So how many beers does it take to fill up 144 walruses? <laughs> What, three or four a piece? You see him, some of them getting the, the cart. You could almost hear the cart going, oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was hard to keep air we in the tires. Downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, just how, like a big plopping inside. How many of the walruses hooked up with each other? Thanks. That's from Eric, and he's in the central west end. Uh, there were a f- few out there in one of the fairways that were hugging it out, I think. Were they? Nice. Wasn't there one of them that, like, needed to be sprayed off? Wasn't there one that... Sprayed <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it. There was a pairing late on Friday that came through with a tinier boy who had taken a real liking to a big man oh. and would kind of keep touching him and was very open about the fact that he was attracted to him. And I thought, boy, this is... Really? Cletus? No. These were two guys in their 20s. Wow. And, um, I mean, I guess it was hot. I just didn't know. I kind of come from the school of thought that uh, who you're attracted to is just kind of something that you're born with. And now I might have might have to be open to the idea that that we have taught our listeners to be into men or groomed them. <laughs> groomed them. We're that's a right. Grooming dating site. <laughs> that's what we've become. Yep, that really happened. Yeah. Well, well, our I show don't is an you, aphrodisiac. I don't think you can be talked into that unless you're into it in the first place. <laughs> I really don't. As much grooming as we've done. Uh, we had a, the EDF raffle. Uh, and we will be doing that live on the air uh, at 8 a.m. Uh, EDF uh, is the uh, sponsor, of course, to the text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, now known as the EDF Group, formerly known as Engineer Design Facility, sponsor of the pre-party, and then also this raffle, $250 gift card, four tickets to a Cardinal game, uh, field box seats, and then dinner for four with wine pairings at Olive and Oak, and we will select that on the air really? with the raffle. 
yes, uh, so that is coming up. EDF Group Engineer Design Facilities, now known as the EDF Group, and we will do that raffle. Thank you to EDF Group for their support of the festivities. Plowhawk mentioned being at the Mark Hanna Hole, 314-881-314. I forgot Mark Hanna's number as I was tending to other business. What is the number, Jackson, you know? 881-0-3? I don't know. Oh, Jackson. Mark Hanna is online at evergreenstl.com, and the number is 314-889-0501. That is the number with Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He was just sitting there ponied up watching the Plowhawk just ball strike. Right. And he sent me a lovely text message Friday evening after he got home, thanking, obviously, our crew here at Hubbard, obviously Doug and, you know, Lisa's hospitality there on 12. And, you know, he's just a fantastic human being. Madison always comes home and... Always first thing she says is, man, I love that Mark Hanna. And who doesn't, Doug? Really? Yeah. And he I'm a, sat I'm a at that Berlin fan. Wall. He wasn't at the Berlin Wall at all. It's, it's, he was barely alive at that time. And he might have saved Timmy Friday because he gave me a nice wool uh, zip Oh, he did. And it was still in my car. I and he, gets, he needs a game ball for the weekend. Tim for was little, we were all a little cold Friday once that rain went through. Uh, and Tim had shorts and a... Short sleeve shirt on. I said, "Oh, I got that." Yeah, uh, I was Mark dressed Hanna. for a Guardian summer. Yeah, I got and, that. And uh, uh, Iggy came through by bringing out the uh, Mark Hanna fleece just on his own. I didn't even ask for anything. Uh, what a gesture! Yeah, I remember Mark Hanna not car, happy so with thanks me. Thanks to Mark. Uh, he says, "Come on, McKernan. Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. I apologize. I mean, I'm really disappointed because of the way you were dressed. No, 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 no. Because I forgot the number. Oh. Sometimes, you know, yeah. I just do these live reads from memory, and on that one, I just forgot. I'll, you know, it's an error. I don't, I don't, I don't make a lot. Well, yeah. You got 18 of them. You got 18 <laughs> phone numbers you got to remember. <laughs> well, people go to the website. They don't remember the number anyway. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. But still, 314-889-0503, Mark Hanna, Evergreenwell Strategies, and I agree with Madison. Mark Hanna is, uh, Doug, a good sort. Do you like that? A good sort? I don't mind it. Yeah. Financial advisor. I don't mind it. Fantastic. Uh, let's see... Uh, you're burying the lead. Did the plow couple have a sleepover with Lisa Ann? That's from Tokes and Pokes. What? Tokes and Pokes is a great Tokes and Pokes. Name. I saw some of your pictures. That looked like a hell of a meal. Yeah, we uh, we balled out. That was fantastic. And afterwards, we actually drove Lisa Ann around for a while. Where's your kind driver? Of showed her a little bit. She's right? in St. Louis for what? 36 hours and probably. Yeah, she said she wanted it to be longer, but she had to get back to New York City for some reason. So we ended up taking her. It was a little bit rainy and dark, but it, we took her to Forest Park, kind of showed her Art Hill, showed her some of the, the sights and sounds, went to like some of our favorite neighborhood there, the really nice houses there at the Central West End. Oh, yeah. Because um, when you come into St. Louis, typically you see Ballpark Village, mm. you're maybe downtown. Mm. That's kind of my reaction as well. So, like, I, I think she was very impressed with that. The, the food was phenomenal. Apparently, the owner listened to the show, so handed us a bunch of desserts Oh, Peacemaker? Well. No, yeah. Yeah, last time Loved I ate there, the a couple of people were familiar with the uh, the presentation. I love that place. I mean, we didn't want to— love, I love the atmosphere. I love the food. I love the service. Doug, major recommendation for Peacemaker. Absolutely. Didn't want to hype them up too much because I didn't want to also have, you know— a hundred people there waiting for because it's a smaller venue. It's much more intimate. Where is it exactly? Um, Sula, baby. Right Sula. across from Danny Packers. Yeah, right? Teddy Corner to Truman's. I forgot the street name on it, okay. but it is absolutely phenomenal. Lobster roll may be a top five St. Louis item wow. here. It is oh, that really? good. Really? Um, and we saw that they loaded it up, so we're like, this seems like a, I mean, they really hooked it up there in terms of the portion sizes. 
come to find out, obviously, the owner and uh, chef were huge fans of the show. So they came out and talked to Lisa Ann a little bit. Lisa loved it. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't any romping, but uh, we had a fantastic— Was there any hint of romping? I, th- I think it was a long day for the entire group. Mm. You know, me and Lisa, we busted out, you know, 72 hours. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, nothing but the show, golf all day. In a different scenario, maybe if we would have visited New York, you know, maybe on a nice December weekend with the Christmas lights and everybody seeing. No, there's around. more to see here than in New York. So I think there would be a chance in the future that that could happen. But they oh. went this was just a nice little friendly, intimate dinner date. She obviously, when she got home, sent us a great text. So we had a great time. I thought it was fun, and I'm glad we. I'm glad we took her to where we did. There's a lot of other. That's restaurants a nice play. I thought that was a. a when, when you said you were going to Peacemaker on Friday night, I thought that's a nice play. Yeah. That's a nice kind of a uniquely St. Louis place, in Soulard. Great food, like I said, great service. I went to a restaurant on Saturday night, that used to be. I'm not going to name it under any circumstances, but it just stood out to me. It, it, I thought it maybe it isn't wasn't doing as well as I thought it was, but they completely switched the menu in the last like few weeks. And now I'm like, yeah, it is good. I have no idea why they did it. Huh. I have no idea. Peacemaker, you know what you're going to get. And Plowhawk, you got what you knew what you were going to get. And you know what? You liked it. And you knew you were going to get that, too. Bill, Bill, Bill. Oh, uh, I just, I haven't been there in a while, too. It's not a place you typically, or at least I typically go maybe once every six months, you know? No, just, you know, you got to be in that mood and it's a nice vibe. But, man, I, it's been way too long for me because I... Well, I got to get back down there. <sighs> That lobster roll, Doug. It uh, don't play. It doesn't? Oh, I thought it might play. Oysters look good. Oh, look, I've never had clam before, Iggy. That was my first time I had a clam. Oh, Which I love seafood, great. and yeah. it was phenomenal. It, it's crazy. Uh, peacemaker is the bee's knees. Chef Kevin, Doug, do you pronounce it nation or nation? I usually say nation. N-A-S-H-A-N. Nashon? Nashon. Nashon. Kevin Nashon. Kevin Nashon is the owner and runs Sydney Street Cafe as well. Great chef, better person. That's from Jenny, and then the last name is Telia. They actually use, I think, some of the baguettes or the bread from Sydney Street for the lobster roll. That's why the bread, I think, sometimes changes on the lobster roll as well. Ma'am. Can't. I mean, I was 10 out of 10 for sure in terms of the uh, dining ambiance. And this guy is a great chef, better person? That's according to Jenny Taylor. Would you correct. rather be a good person or a good chef? Uh, I think, wow, I, good person. That's a tough one since it's your career. Because if, when you're hungry, you might say good chef. <laughs> well, Kevin Nashan and I are both. Kevin Nashan. Hey, come on. <laughs> Give Nashan his, his moment. It doesn't always have to be about you. I'm not a chef. I this like is Nashan's moment. I just like to dabble. Guys, that Plowsy is the second best recruiter in the state behind Drink. That's from the Crystal City Clamhammer. Look, what I, are you recruiting? I, I'm just, I think what he means is like I show the good side of St. Louis to people ah. who come here. And I'm blown away by some of the areas because you do. It's little pockets of heaven here, man. You got to find them. And so I think showing. Pockets these, of heaven, Doug. St. Louis. Never heard it described that way. It is. Well, yeah. Bush Stadium wasn't much of a pocket of heaven. Yesterday, when 30 cars were broken into. Is that right? Right Right outside the stadium. Is there an article about that? What's that? Is there an article about that, or you just got knowledge? No, it was the lead story on the news last night. That that parking lot right outside right field, surface lot right outside the ballpark in right field. Broad daylight? Broad daylight. 30 cars, windows smashed. (sighs) Yeah, it was like a 2 o'clock game. 30. Yeah. Yeah, There's nobody to prosecute him. Just go ahead. Humans are bad people. We all, I I agree, Doug. I am. 
You said oh, I, didn't. I went to stltoday.com this morning for my morning reading, and I don't see it. As long as we're talking about I saw, crimes. I saw on KSDK last um, night, story. I got a um, UPS that we're driving. You have a package delivered Friday between 12 and 6. Uh, well, I got home at 5.15 from uh, the Dotum, and I got an email that said your package was delivered at 12.45. Now, my good friend Jason Belmonte, who is a, one of the best bowlers of all time, uh, was kind enough to sign a bowling ball for me yeah. at his last tournament, and Mike Flanagan was doing the broadcast of the tournament, so he gave it to Mike Flanagan. Flanagan sent it to me. It was for Gobble Bowl. Nice. Gone. Nice, nice, nice. What do you mean gone? Not in, my, not in front of my door. Said it was delivered at 12.15 and no package. Stolen. Not just a pork chops, but now a bowling ball has been stolen. For charity, yes. So people just really are mean. Now here's the flip side of that. My neighbor, Jackie Gilmore, walked over to our house yesterday and said, I went to the game, got this umbrella. Would you please give it to Iggy for the mega? How about, oh, wow. How about that? How about that? How about that, Iggy? No way. What is her name? Her name is Jackie Gilmore. Jackie, thank you so much. Here. I appreciate it. Wow and wow Dude, and wow. That's pretty cool. Megan Meyer Foundation. I said, what I a gesture. What a that. gesture. Now people aren't mean, are they? Well, some people are there mean. You know. Some people just, you know, somebody stole it and took it home and said, oh, it's a bowling ball. I don't bowl. I don't want it. But just stole it. Not what you're going to do with it. I don't know. But it probably brought three three $350 a gobble bowl. But oh, I, I'm sure I can get Jason to sign another one. But it's just so sad. And the girl across the hall from me who has that camera. Uh, I asked her, I said, you happen to, can you time, it was that timestamp, can you look at 1215? She goes, I didn't have it on yesterday. Oh. So I saw her Saturday. She goes, it wasn't on yesterday. Well, when you live in an apartment complex and Amazon or UPS, whoever delivers things at your door, what percentage of those actually get stolen? It's got to be well, pretty not high. in my complex, not a lot. A lot of, I see boxes that sit in front of people's doors all day. Doug, I'll give you one. Hmm. I've been living in the city 10 years. I've had one package stolen, and that's it. Yeah. So, but also, like, my landlord's fantastic and actually added a new security system with the automatic lights on our alleyway side, back door, front door, cameras, and he has access to all that. So I feel a little bit more secure with that. And when do they, stop, when do they start just leaving at the doors? I mean, especially apartment complex. If you're not there, take it to the clubhouse. Leave it at the front. Then I can go pick it up. Well, but I, no, I, Amazon, this, Amazon just throws in front of the door, doesn't even knock anymore. I suppose every individual driver would have to know that. And in the city, we don't have we we they're just two or four family. There's no like community area. And I I'm telling you what, I'd rather take the risk of getting it stolen than every single package of me having to go pick it up at the UPS, or USPS, UPS. I ain't doing that. No, but in a complex, I mean, complex the clubhouse is, is like across the street for yeah. me. So, if anybody wants to help me out, I will periodically do it. But if you happen to just go to Facebook Marketplace, if you find a Jason Belmonte ball somebody's trying to sell, let me mm. know. Guys, I just turned on ESPN, and they're talking about the New York Jets' projected win total. Would you guys like to talk about it? Thanks. That's from jeans, britches, trousers, slack, pants. Well, if they can, name. If they can stay healthy and, you know, get some breaks along the way, I think this team could, uh, they could win somewhere between... Five and eleven games. Nice. I like that range. Yeah. Speaking of giveaways, um, EDF was kind enough. They had those four extra tickets for Friday night's game, um, and I was going to give them to my niece, but she couldn't go, so I just had them. And uh, covering alcoholic um, texted me and said, "Beer cats wants them." I said, "Well, have him DM me." So he did. And I said, "Just come up to the twelve hole." So he came and picked it up, and he said, "We got four tickets. If 
It was a Yachty tumbler giveaway. He said, we'll get one for you. He got to the game a half hour before the game started. They were out. He, he was there a half... It wasn't late. A half hour before the game. They were out. Well, they only give so many away. Yeah, that's 25000 Here's what you do, Cardinals. Oh, no. If you buy a ticket, you should get one. So to say everybody with a ticket will get a giveaway. I don't know why they don't, but it's been that way for years. That's correct. I, I, agree, yeah. I agree with everything you just said, sir. Yeah. I'm not really sure the yeah, reason why. Yeah, because you have these people, you get those $8 tickets, they buy 100 tickets, and they get 100 tumblers and put them on Facebook. My oh. theory is they do that to get people in there early, and then that increases, there's a, yeah. a wave of increased concessions. Yeah, you're right. That would be my theory, but I don't know. That. I don't know how many times you're going to have a Yachty or Molina giveaway tumbler night. I've got three or four of them at home. Oh, is that right? I, I do, three or four different ones. It's still going on. Nice. Well, I just think, not just for not just for me, for Gobble Bowl, but, I mean, little Beer Cass and his friends would have gotten one, but they get there half hour early, and they're out. Yeah. Yeah, Madison's parents got one. Some of these, when they yeah, do the bobbleheads, people show up an hour, two hours before the game. Start concessions, up. concessions, concessions, yeah. concessions. To make sure that they get them. Good morning, Doug would be happy to hear I pumped out a real good one before leaving home this morning. That's from the cousin of Moo Man. I don't know yeah. what that means. As long as you're poop. doing it at home and not at work. Uh, let's see. I can hear Plowsy digging into his leftover snacks from the weekend. That's from Painter Guy. I haven't heard that. No, I just dipped into many muffins. <laughs> I, I didn't... <laughs> the snacks, I, I mean... I, I don't eat sour punches this early. It was a fun. I mean, Mark Hanna outdid himself. Oh, what a bag of treats mm. you guys had on the 12 tee. I mean, Skittles, Starburst, and Iggy had the ball to go, hey, are there any peanuts in there? <laughs> I feel like a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Mark, of course, knocked it out of the park. That was a big hit. More than we've had snack packs in the past, I think people like the assortment of random goodies. Good morning. Hi there. It's me. Someone who has real threesomes and doesn't write to Tim with fake stories. Mm. We got stood up this weekend by a hot lass. The unfortunate truth of having real group sex. Hold on a second, Doug. Hi there, it's me. Someone who has real threesomes and doesn't write in fake stories to Tim. We got stood up this weekend by a hot lass. Period. The unfortunate truth of having real group sex. That's the end of it? Yeah, it was almost, but... The last sentence wasn't a sentence, correct? I guess there was a verb in there, but it wasn't necessarily the predicate. It was part of a prepositional phrase of having group sex. He's trying to tell us that he does this regularly, but this weekend it didn't work out. Got stood up. Why he would feel like he needed to text that or email, whatever he did, that's the big question. Yeah, Seems like he was you. coming after people who write in hashtag erotic stories for QFTA, Team McKernan and Inside Us. Well, how do we know he's not making all this up? Doug's sure glue guzzler. Sure he is. We don't care if it's made up anyways. <laughs> no, right? like, we just like a good story, a good fable. Well, that wasn't even a story. You got stood up. What kind of a story is that? <laughs> well, that's the story. It's a bad story, but it's a story nonetheless. Guys, Ken underestimated the power of a knockoff Yeti tumbler that the dumbs and fats of Lower Jefferson County will camp out for because no other item is classy enough to hold their off-brand rum and cokes in an above-ground pool. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener, who is indeed going into the Hall of Fame someday. I heard they were nice. Beercat said he saw some at the game. He said they looked like Yetis that were good. Nothing pisses off the power hoosier more than someone running out of free stuff. That's from Arbor Day. <laughs> I have a tumbler if Iggy wants it. There you go. How about that? 
I will take anything you guys get that is extra. I don't want to take yours, but if you have extras, uh, yeah, I'll take whatever you can. Text in 314881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities, also known as the EDF Group, sponsor of our text inbox. Uh, you may have seen it on display on Thursday and Friday at Normandy, Doug. The importance of the short game, driving the ball 300 yards is cool and it impresses your buddies. But scoring a must getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you hit a great drive only to miss the green skull a chip and three putt your way to a double bogey? Tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time. Scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game, and that's why tour players like world number one John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyard. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that putts true and gives you real grass performance when practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots, the only company to call is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. Each Clubhouse Turf signature green is unique in design, whether creating a replica hole like the 12th at Augusta or the 2nd at Belle Reve, Clubhouse Turf can create your own backyard golf experience that your family and friends will enjoy for years to come. Call Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens, Golf Digest, Best in Golf, and start improving your game today. The number is 314-834-2339. Let them know you're a TMA listener or just go online at clubhouseturf.com. And let them know you're a TMA listener when you decide to order by calling 314-834-2339. That's clubhouseturf.com. Doug, the short mm. game, Brooks Kepka had it on full display this weekend. A clinic from Brooksy. I believe I picked his name out of the box, didn't I? Who won the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown? St. Louis Accurate.com and Alton Toyota.com. The secret number is 314-252-0029. Check out the pre-owned selection that they have at Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And, of course, check out the new cars they have there. And even if you need your car from Munganass, get it serviced at Munganass St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com. Munganass sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. I knew Iggy was was all over Victor Hovland. That's what I remembered. Oh. And both of you guys had Adam Scott. And you so you had homeless hubs, and he made the cut. Oh, he did. But he got last. But then he wound up just <laughs> imploding on the weekend. Oh, well. That's what I knew about the contest. I have no idea who won this thing. So what we got here what do we have? is, so yeah, Iggy had Hovland and Adam Scott. He also had Sahith Vagala and DJ, who both made the cut. Uh, unfortunately, Maddie Fitz, Fitz, and Ricky, Ricky. Yeah, Ricky uh, bogeyed the last hole to miss the cut by uh-huh. one, and uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick bogeyed the last two holes to miss by one. Yeah. So Thank you, boys. Bad beat for Iggs there. Two eighty and a half points for oh, Iggy. Oh, that's not good. And then Doug, of course, had the winner huh. his fifth major championship, Brooks Kepka. He also had Pat Cantlay, who snuck into the top ten. Of course, Adam Scott, homeless hubs, shot 79 and 74 on the weekend. Mm. Mm. Finish in 75th. He had minus points. And so now Saturday. he's homeless. <laughs> That's his homeless Twitter name. Four. Homeless yeah. hubs. Uh, Tom Kim and his and his rough round in the mud and mm. Matt Kuchar did not make the cut. But despite that, Doug finishes with 293 and a half oh. and steals the PGA Champion. Wow! wow. Congratulations yeah. on winning a major. Got a major? Is that 12 points? I just do this for the kids. I want to do it for the children of our money? communities and our neighborhoods. No, it's a net loss. Oh. That was winning eight bucks almost to like five holes left. Well, if I could have done any research and actually picked the players I wanted, you know, the children would be better off than they are today. But I have to do it blindly and yet still win yet another major and pick yet another winner. So you have won four of the last five majors you've played? I think so. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's right. You are like Brooks. You get up for the majors. You I seem do. to not really care about the other, the other one, events. Ugh. The other ones are you Shishawali a for events. Grand Slam? Uh, quite possibly. Hovland and Hug want them all day, and then 13. What a bad break. What happened to him? He nearly hit the lip of the bunker. And... Well, don't hit it. <laughs> oh, double bogey. That's... I'm looking at the winning roster on DK. Uh, Kepka Hovland obviously would be on there. And then Tommy, Tommy, Fleet, Fleet. Keegan Bradley, who was 7,700. Cam Davis, who was 7,400 and only owned by 1.9% of the field. And Bryson, 7,400. Yeah, Bryson play was a nice play. Yeah, Keegan finished like 40th. Um, but his pricing at 7,700 and only being owned by 6% of the field was probably the reason. Because then that way you could afford Kepka Hovland. Because you're, you're right there. You're more than 40% of your allotment with those two. 20,200 with just those two players. Kepka was super high-priced. Friend of mine, Jackson, who you have played golf with and who had to Venmo you a few hundred dollars a couple Fridays ago, uh, he put a thousand dollars, more than a thousand, like a twelve hundred dollars after Friday on Kep got a win, wow, and uh, was handsomely paid out like ten, eleven thousand dollars. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's sweating over that match with us anymore. He was never sweating that match <laughs> with us. I assure you. I don't think he was sweating before the match. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you do actually, and I don't know if you ever played with this gentleman. But either way, uh, yeah, he he likes to. F- he was confident on Kepka before the week. Kepka was only owned by fourteen percent of the field. I'm kind of surprised by that. I would have thought, but I, maybe it was his price point. Hovland uh, was owned by twelve percent, and Fleetwood was actually the most, uh, the highest owned of the winning roster that won a million dollars, fifteen point five percent. And I guess that's his price point at eight thousand. And I guess the ten thousand one hundred kept people away from. Kepka. Uh, I feel like the story of the PGA Championship, though, that more people are talking about is somebody we talked a little bit about on Friday morning because he was surging up the leaderboard. Um, and I made reference to, he's a Parkway Central guy, also played at Umsel, Wellington, uh, who I believe is going to call in at some point to talk Dotum and also talk Michael Block, he actually played against him, and that's Michael Block. Uh, and he was the story before his hole-in-one on number 15 yesterday. But the hole-in-one, while playing with Rory McIlroy, was the you know the finish to the movie. Here is uh, Jim Nance's call of a moment that uh, will live forever in the eyes of Michael Block and his friends and family, many of whom are from St. Louis. Oh, hit the Seconds play. ago at the 15th. I was, I was pulling for him just even after. I, I had watched him before to try to qualify for the PGA at Belle Reve, and he did. His son had to find his ball buried under a tree in like a, I don't know what the hell it was, but they found it. And he Go was for a hole, to, maybe. Might have been that, actually. Mm-hmm. 
and he got up and down from there. And all he wanted to do was play at Bell Reeve because he's from St. Louis. I mean, Parkway Central, fairly close to Bell Reeve, and got a chance to do so. And then he plays so well on Thursday and Friday that he makes the cut, gets to play with Justin Rose, a major winner, Olympic gold medalist, on Saturday, and then Rory McIlroy on Sunday. And then he gets a hole-in-one that he couldn't see go in. That's what he was saying. Did it go in? Rory, did it go in? And... Then, on 18, needed to get up and down in order to get an invite to the PGA Championship. And he had this miraculous up and down. It was it was everything. It really was. Here is uh, Michael Black uh, talking to Amanda Renner, formerly known as Amanda Balionis, on CBS. It's you said it yesterday that this was the best week of your life. What do you call it now? Thanks, Amanda. I appreciate you making me cry. Um... Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, I'm living a dream. I'm making sure that I enjoy this moment. I've learned that after the my 46 years of life, that uh, it's not going to get better than this. There's no way, no chance in hell. So uh, I'm going to enjoy this and thank you. Uh, it's Michael Block, and then about uh, an hour later, after accepting the low club professional total uh, trophy, along with Brooks Kepka on the green, getting the Wanamaker. He got a call from the uh, the chair of the Charles Schwab tournament that's this week in Fort Worth, and they gave him a sponsor's exemption to play another event Sweet. this week, so he does not have to go back to his teaching gig in Mission Viejo and uh, gets to play another tour event. And, and made like two hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, two hundred eighty-eight thousand. Yeah, he's right. not an amateur, so he gets the money. Um, and and you know why? I think they. I think 25 qualify for the PGA Championship. Club pros, I think 25 get to get in. And there's a reason none of them do any good, usually. is because if you're a teaching pro, you don't play golf a lot. You're teaching or you're running the clubhouse. And he said he hits about a bucket of balls a week. Now, I'm sure he played a little bit more once he qualified and he knew he was getting in. But he hits a bucket of balls a week. And to do what he did and not play that often? Mm-hmm. On that stage. Yeah, it's amazing. At that age. You know, he's not 46, 25. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the guys who are winning are usually, at this point, usually, yeah. usually in their, you know, 20s, if not early 30s. When Nicholas won the Masters at 46, we thought he was ancient. Yeah. Jeez, how can he even walk around a course at 46? And now no one thinks anything of it. Yeah, it was fun to watch. And everybody, uh, when he walked by Brooks after Brooks won, he said, hey, I hear, you, I hear you're buying drinks. I mean, everybody knew what he was doing. Everybody was... Phil Mickelson tweeted out. Montgomery tweeted out. Well, I'm, I'm sure as a kid growing up, he probably played as much as those guys that are the big names on the tour right now. It's just that some of those guys are just a just a hair better, just a little bit better putter, a little bit better in trouble. And those guys, Distance. yeah, those guys go on to make millions. And most guys settle for some job doing something else in golf if they want to. Now I tweeted this out this morning, and it probably won't happen, but I just thought of it. Do you think Liv gives him an invite? And if he does, does he go? Uh, the answer to the second question yes. would be yes. But the first one, I don't know on that. I would think that they would think about it, though. They're looking for personalities out Absolutely. There and yeah. likability. The yeah. thing that Liv is lacking is likability. Doug, there was alliteration. Take a listen. Liv is lacking likability. Yeah, you have Preed. Yeah. You have Bryson. You have Brooks. DJ, I think people are amused by his 
Would you call it a laissez-faire attitude? I've never used that phrase before. French uh, government style? Well, yeah. Lackadaisical. I know what it means. I just don't use it. Look, the, the, laissez-faire, DJ, is that what you just said? They don't have a lot of likable characters. I get it. In like the, oh, it's not traditional golf, but like, dude, when Rory and JT, or when JT and those guys are out of it, they act like nonchalant, just bros on a Saturday afternoon. Almost laissez-faire. It's, ah! it's way more laissez-faire than what Live Golf does, which is wearing shorts and 54 holes. They're wearing hats backwards. JT didn't even care to be out there. It was kind of embarrassing to watch that kind of go down. Spieth has a lot completely of guys locked in touch. Yeah, I just, I just they thought wear it, the hats backwards in the rain. Yeah, I, I thought it kind of looked... What are you saying? What statement are you making when you turn that head back? It's not a statement. The rain's going to fall on your face. Yeah, Rory had it backwards. Everyone had their heads backwards on Saturday. So the rain's going to fall on your face? Off the bill of your cap. I don't know. Rain is rain. I don't don't know if that actually helps. So you turn your head around suddenly, you're not going to get any rain in your face? You're going to get more rain in your face. Then you get rain literally right on your face, right? right? Without any of the cap. It's not dripping while you're addressing the golf. I'd rather have it drip than just pelt. (laughs) Beat you right in the face, yeah, right in the eyes, and the, and the wind too. The wind—if you have your hat that way—the wind has a tendency to blow it off. Oh, I don't know. Well, they did it for the weather. How about that? That's fine. I didn't—I didn't love the look, but that's just me being critical. Yeah. I thought it was great watching. Like, I thought Sunday was great. I was worried Saturday someone would get a like break away, but. You know, at least having Victor and Kepka. I would have thought Scheffler would have pulled away, and that, that was probably the biggest surprise. And if he no. doesn't have that front nine that he had on Saturday, good chance you could have had either Scheffler and Kepka duel or Scheffler right. just would have wanted. That was the difference. But I'll tell you something, man. Brooks Kepka, you know, he won two majors in 18 and 19. We saw him do it here in St. Louis uh, at Belle Reve. And, there's, and it was weird. I was thinking the exact same thing that may have sounded stupid in the moment in 2018 you were right there when tiger hit that shot on number nine at bell reeve yeah. right you were right there mm-hmm. um and he birdied it and then i think kepka was either the group behind or two groups behind and then he birdied it as well and i'm like kepka's gonna win this thing there's no, he just has that about it so i went home and i watched the back nine now tiger made it interesting before he uh had a bad drive on number 17 but kepka has you know, I, I talk about a killer instinct, whether it be in business or whether it be in golf. And I think there are some athletes in, in other sports who you can think of when the moment that is supposedly like the moment of pressure, some fade, some rise to the occasion. That's Kepka. There was never a doubt in my mind yesterday. Once he birdied two, three, and four in his procs to the hole on those approaches, and he had a great chance at birdie on one. He just missed the putt. Um that he was going to win the thing. There, was, there wasn't really much of a sweat. I didn't think it was that great of a Sunday with the exception of Michael Block. Now, I'm looking at it through the eyes of someone who feels like when Brooks Kepka is on at a major, there is inevitability there. It's a shame that Scheffler wasn't close, because, closer because it would have been a duel. Hovland, unfortunately, to date, even though he's had great finishes in majors recently, has a little bit of the... Ricky Fowler, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, attachment of getting a little nervy on the back nine or on a Sunday when he's in the mix. Kepka is the complete opposite. Kepka also is the complete opposite of Michael Block. Michael Block has everything and says everything that is relatable and likable. Kepka is a killer, 
and doesn't really give a damn if you like him, but that might be part of the reason why he is a killer. When he gets out ahead, he just doesn't give a damn, and he is going to be this sociopath that just takes a golf course apart piece by piece by piece and kind of takes the, the drama out of it. Almost a laissez-faire attitude. Because <laughs> you do use it. Yeah. He knew it. Yeah. And he's healthy. I mean, he that's, did, that's he, he did kind of give the Masters away. Um, and I think it's two before that uh, where he was in the lead. He didn't bring it home. Um, but now he's healthy and his knee is fine. And you've seen what he's done the last few weeks, the uh, last few live tournaments. I mean, he's just... He's hitting the ball like he wants to now. He doesn't have to worry about it. There was a time he couldn't even bend down and put a tee in the ground. Um, yeah, I was happy to see him win. I like him. Iggy's tweet is being ratioed right now. What Two comments, mean? one like. I think that's in the birthday hawk. Oh, I don't, is, that I being, don't, is that being ratioed? I don't, I don't tweet out. Is that a so. ratio? That's a very microscopic ratio. I don't tweet out to get likes, unlike what'd you. What did you tweet? I just said, if Michael Block gets an invite to live, does he accept? I mean, that's no. kind of I, probably a stupid question. Uh, no, I should have said, will he get an invite? Because if he gets an invite, he's going to 46 years old. Hell yeah, he's going to go. They, want, they I, want the big names. No, they want personalities. They don't want a one-week story. They want the big names. They have some of the best players. They just don't have much when it comes to personality. Now, I don't think it's going to matter, you know. No, but... But I, but I, but I, if I'm them, I look at. I don't know what their situation is. I mean, you have it's it's very top heavy. It's like the SEC. Yeah, they're top. They're bottom twenty. or just suck. So if I'm Michael Block at 46 and you get that opportunity and you're sitting there teaching guys for 125 dollars a lesson, yeah, you get to live in Mission Viejo. But I can't imagine he's living, a, you know, luxuriously. And you get a chance to get whatever that would be. I would think that they would, assuming that they can. And if they do, I just don't think there's an attachment. I think that was the PGA Tour's attempt to try to, you know, fend off the monopoly with the Saudi thing. And now they've seen that didn't work. And if anything, I would say there's a groundswell here as of late. Somebody just texted in that there was a big argument last night on the Golf Channel's post-PGA show between Brad Faxon and Brandel Shambly. It's awkward. It. Oh, you saw it? Now. Oh, is that right? Do we have the audio? You can pull it. I'd love to see it. I didn't. It's, I didn't get a chance to watch it. You really but, but, need to watch it more. Than really, anything. is that right? Really. What were they arguing uh, about? I, my Ryder guess Cup. is Kepka on the Ryder Cup team. Correct. That they're Shambly. I don't. I mean, I can't for the life of me figure out why he is. I certainly have theories as to why he's as anti-live as he is, um, because everything always goes back to the Saudi government, which is the PGA talking point. I, I think most people go, yeah, if you have an opportunity. Then, then go for it. That was, you know, and if other people don't want to do it because of the Saudi government, okay. But God, it just strikes me as something, okay, we've got somebody who's threatening our monopoly. What can we do? Let's call up September 11th and, and say they're taking blood money. And let's call up Kasagi and, and talk about blood money because let's talk about the ethics and morals of our monopoly and allowing people to compete in a capitalistic society, if we want to talk about principles, um, so it just didn't work, and now I don't think it's it's holding any water. I don't. I just. I just don't think most people really pay attention to live when it gets down to it. Um, but the PGA's effort to fend it off was rooted in a flawed PR campaign. Yeah, I think Zach Johnson was peppered with those questions. Uh, Pepper me with your kisses. About I'm not going to Brooks in the Ryder Cup. He should be on there if that. I mean it. He's, I mean, He's the, one of the if it's about 
you know, there's a difference between a major setup and a Ryder Cup setup and the other PGA events, including what are called, what, the designated events. They were the elevated and now designated events. Um, and that's what you're going to face in where they're playing. They're playing in Italy, right? I think cause they played in yeah. France the last time they were in Europe. And if you want the best, then that certainly would be the best now. And it's not a, a PGA decision. But then it gets into the awkwardness. I mean, if you remember, Henrik Stenson was going to be the European team's captain, and he was removed when he decided to go to live. There's a guy you haven't heard from since since he went to live. No, I, don't I know think... he always is, not always, but he oftentimes deals Wasn't with health Wasn't Dick Donan's dad the Henrik Stenson of... Because he's a ball striker. Because he's a ball striker. Oh, the way he compresses the golf ball, Doug. Have you ever seen anything like it? No. Now, the PGA, I don't think the PGA has done this, but the DP Tour mm. uh, is finding these guys to the point where they're quitting they're giving up their membership at a dp tour which automatically takes them out of the Ryder cup so poulter can't play westwood can't play sergio can't play uh these guys can't play because they were getting fined upwards of half a million dollars so they just said we quit try and find us we're not we're no longer part of your tour you can't find us what's the dp tour it's the european tour okay. they call it the dp tour and it's the european tour um, but I don't, I don't think the the pga has done that where these guys have given up their membership to the pga tour so they are still eligible. JD nailed it in full swing. Who's JD? Maybe it was DJ. Maybe he meant to say Joel DJ. Joel Dobbin? Maybe. I mean, just, I've never heard him called JD. I don't feel like he's got the recognizability. But John uh, Daly. Yeah, maybe it's John Joe Daly. Joe Davidson? John Davidson hosted Hollywood Squares and also was a See fabulous that? theater performer. Right. Very right. tan. Yeah, great hair. Have great hair. Singer. <laughs> JD nailed it in full swing. If someone offered you triple your salary for less work, would you take the job? Anyone who says no is a liar, in my opinion. That's from The Thumb DJ out of water. That. Dustin Johnson Dustin said Johnson. that. Uh, the Thumb out of water has now corrected it. it. was DJ, not JD. And then the other thing you have to wonder with regards to Kepka's recent resurgence, keep in mind, as you guys made reference to, he was in the mix on Sunday at Augusta and decided to play more conservatively when he probably had to go out and be more aggressive, and he regretted that, and he changed his strategy for Sunday at the PGA, which is why you saw him firing at pins, as a, including which was a very difficult uh, three feet on, three feet off the right pin on number two that Rory got bit by and Rose got bit by, but both Kepka and Hovland stuck it to within six feet, um, is he doesn't have to play all the time. There isn't the attention on him. And for his health, that may suit him better, you know, as opposed to playing on the PGA Tour. I think that's why he did it. Because well, I think he did it because he thought his career might be over yeah, to health. He didn't know if he's ever going to be healthy again, so he might as well take the money now because two, three years, four years from now, I may not be able to play golf. Uh, Roy Hopper, who used to officiate or coach a bunch of games in Canada, officiate, yeah. uh, is critical of it. He says, Bacon Bits is 100% making up a tour called the DP Tour. Uh, that's Roy Hopper. No, it's definitely real. Because oh, don't I get fallen. crestfallen. Come on. Roy Hopper got Higgy Crest. Tim, what's that tour called? It's called the DP Tour. There you go, I am a, a big fan of it. I am thrilled that a sexual act that oftentimes was taboo, now I think it's become mainstream, uh, is now sponsoring the European Tour. Good for them. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I hate the fact that it, if they can't play in the Ryder Cup or they can't, moving forward, play in any of the... The majors, because of the astronomically stupid world golf ranking system, it needs to be changed. That'd be disappointing. You need to see those guys in the Masters and the Open Championship. You need yeah. to see these guys. In it. Let's hear more of Iggy's analysis of the European Tour from the guy who's a nut hair better than rolling dice at choosing fantasy golf games. That's from Bob Bubka's bulbous nose. Oh. 
What more you want to hear? It's the European tour. What's it called? I mean, how many times has the name changed for them? Corn Ferry Tour, the Nike Tour, the Nationwide Tour. It's now the DP Tour. I don't know what it means. Maybe it does. Maybe they all get double-ended dildos when they sign up. I don't know. Oh, no! No! Now, don't get that crestfallen. It's just, I don't know. Why me to break down? Just the tour in general. Eddie Pepperell. <laughs> what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Oh, he, tw- he had a fun tweet. He said... Uh, who did? Who's this now? When Michael Block found out he was, was going to play with so Rory. I asked you a question. But who is it you're talking about? Eddie Pepperell. He's on oh, the Eddie DP. Pepper- he's Eddie Pepperell. He's on the DP tour. And we're supposed to just This guy wants name? me to break down the DP tour. You so just I'm throw just... that name out there casually? Like, no, of course, one we of all the... know Eddie Pepperell. He's one, of the, he's one of the fun guys out there. <laughs> okay. But he said, he said, I just realized I played with Michael Block once. He said he didn't, he didn't get as excited when he heard he was paired with me as he did with Rory. <laughs> okay. There you go. There's a DP story. You're watching too much golf. You're watching There's too much DD. golf if you're way into Hetty Pepperell and the DP Tour. Well, this guy doesn't think I know anything about the DP Tour. He said, go ahead, break it down. So I just gave you a name. That's a response to Bob Bubka's bulbous nose, Doug. Yeah. The action's back on you, Mr. Bubka. Uh, Jay six, loved three, that guy, and I couldn't did. stand him. That's exactly what I was thinking as I was saying Bob Bubka. I couldn't stand Jennings him. Jennings loved him some Bob Bubka. Family Golf and Learning Center is a premier golfing facility for all abilities and ages, provides a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or the family. I keep hammering it away at that short game area. I might go, I might go there today. I might go there today, Doug. Really? I don't know, today? I will not may? sign it. I will not sign today. Okay. Uh, they have monthly clinics, adult clinics, summer camps, private instruction, on-course programs as well, a par three course, a double-decker driving range. Um, and uh, if you want to play around but short on time, their par 3 course is the place for you. It's a beautiful nine-hole par 3 course. You can enjoy lunch or dinner on the terrace and wonderful patio with a back nine bar and grill. Have events there, birthday parties, graduation parties, corporate events and clinics. They do the club fitting there. You get fit for a new set of clubs this year. Plus, uh, they make St. Louis better at golf just in general. Learn, practice, play your best golf at Family Golf, familygolfonline.com, and they have a wonderful short game area and from my standpoint that is the name of the game uh andrea's i wanted to go there on saturday now with the benefit of some hindsight maybe i would have like maybe i would have gone so i want to make it clear the restaurant i'm talking about changing their menu and for my money messing it up is not andrea's uh even though i was talking about possibly going there wanted to go out there and see uh, Max and Rebecca and enjoy a delicious feast. Um, but I'll tell you what, I had that barbecue sauce again this weekend. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, it's so good. Uh-huh. So good. Uh, Andrea's barbecue sauce and Andrea's steak sauce and Andrea's steakhouse. Go to andreas.com if you would like to order it or to check out the menu for Andrea's steakhouse or uh, go to Deerberg's or Schnucks where the steak sauce and the barbecue sauce are available. It is Andrea's and it is oh so good. Steve Estepari, who is a listener to the show and he is the father of Sarah Estepari, uh, he was the anniversary uh, last week and he went to Andrea's for Smart uh, move. Did he? Yes. Sophisticated veteran move. Now, Tim, would you sign if you were at Andrea's? You said you wouldn't sign. Oh, I don't like to oh. be bothered while I'm eating. But I think at Andrea's I would. Is a, is, a, is a thank you to Andrea's for creating what is the best barbecue sauce I've ever had, yeah. candidly. I don't even think they really want me talking about barbecue sauce as much as I do, but I'm so enamored by it. I, enamored. I really am. And my barbecue tonight, the weather's so the weather's going to be good today, isn't it, Iggy? I, oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's the... 83? 
partly cloudy. God bless. Yeah, 80 man, the rest of the week. Forecast. Sunny. I mean, I know this thing's inaccurate that I'm holding up. Yeah, but, but it's, it's sunshine every single day, Doug. Finally, on Wednesday, I guess in June, get highs in the 90s. That's the oh, first time. Yeah. But, I mean, the weather for the Memorial Day weekend, bees, knees. Ooh, cats and dogs. Yeah. That was beautiful this weekend, too. So so nice that I thought maybe you would soften your stance and sign a little bit. I'll sign at but, Andrews. I can't sign at Family Golf because I have the AirPods in, yeah. and and I also have I have my staff out there with me. So the people and it's can't tough get to around, see me. It's, 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 well, it's, it's, yeah. it's a visual thing. Okay. It's like oh, is everybody gathered around? You know, is it is it is it Mickey Carroll's ghost out right. there? Oh, it's such a guy chipping. Large bodyguards. That's right. That's Just putting a semicircle ropes, around a very... ropes around the short game area, and yeah. people can't get in. That's exactly... That's what That's what people should do, actually. I would agree with, uh, with it. It would be convenient for me uh, when I'm getting my work in. We talk about the forecast. We talk about design air heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. The great Seth Goldcamp and his staff will take wonderful care of you. The sponsor of our email of the day, Buck Swope, with a commanding lead in the design air heating and cooling email of the day standings. Uh, five wins... The only player who's uh, got more than one right now is Tunnels 12,000. And you like Tunnels' chances of a comeback. I don't care for him, no. No, he's vile. He doesn't email in enough. Designairservice.com. This could be Buck Swope's month. Design air heating and cooling. I told you that the forecast has some uh, upper 80s and 90s coming. When that air conditioning goes down, designairservice.com. Get it tuned up. Designairservice.com. Seth Goldcamp and his staff. We'll take great care of you, and Doug and I are clients, so we recommend Design Air Heating and Cooling to you. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Tim, will you autograph my boy canal? That's from the cousin of movement. Yeah, I would. I would do that. What is the canal? (laughs) Get a Sharpie right in there. Yeah. Well, what's the canal? Sign it up real nice. Like, hey, guess who's on the line, Doug? Who? Michael Wellington. Oh, wonderful. Michael Wellington, uh, Birdies for Bipolar, our charity partner on the seventh annual Michelob Ultra Dotum. I believe Birdies for Bipolar has been our charity partner for the vast majority of the Dotums. There was one year that stands out to me where there wasn't a charity partner, really. But, uh, Michael, it is uh, great to hear from you and wonderful to see you at the Dotum. And he he looked like my agent Friday, Doug. Did you see him in that three-piece suit? I mean, my God. I must have been banging them two at a time really? in that thing, yeah. Uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. You got a three-piece suit? Uh, I did wear a three-piece suit uh, on Friday. I, yeah, I missed you there, Doug. Where were you? Well, I was there Friday. Well, I didn't see you. No, I was there. Doug was signing. He had a table in the back. We're talking about the pavilion afterwards. Oh. Yeah. You had a baseball game to get to. Oh, that's right, you did. Ah, uh, there it is. Yes, I had a funeral earlier in the day and uh, just didn't feel like uh, changing garb before joining the festivities. Like and, and just want to thank, you know, everybody involved. That includes all the listeners, all the people that came and played in the tournament, Hubbard Radio, TMA. I mean, you know, we, uh, we're we doing some things with our veterans uh, that are that's using golf as a, an incredible form of recreational therapy and, and all the help we can get is, is needed. And, and we, we thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate all of you. God bless. Well, we appreciate the partnership and everything that you do, man. I know it's a major passion project for you and uh, thrilled that uh, so many people in the audience and uh, sponsors such as EDF uh, have uh, have stepped forward along with, of course, our presenting sponsor, Michelob Ultra, and the great people at Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and Family Golf. We have this drawing. Jackson, do we have the raffle tickets to do the drawing with Michael on the line? 
I don't have them. No, do you have no. the raffle tickets? It's behind. Uh, the... No, I can make up a number or something yeah. if I need to. I was not given them. <laughs> I think uh, the uh, head of EDF uh, is coming. Let's see what he said. Good morning. I'll dra- have raffle tickets dropped off by 8 a.m. So maybe they've been dropped off up at the uh, front desk, Jackson. I'll go take a look. All right. God bless America. Michael, we were talking about it on Friday, well before he became a mainstream national phenomenon over the weekend. I mean, it was already going on when he was announced on the tee box yesterday with Rory McIlroy, and that's Michael Black. We were talking about him on Friday. Uh, you have uh, you you know him. You played against him, um, and he is now uh, the story in golf. Yes, uh, it's incredible. Great to see uh, Michael Block is a good dude. Uh, I met Michael Block when I was 19 years old. He was 21. We squared off in the finals uh, of the match play at the St. Louis District Golf Association at Bogey Hills. Oh wow! Uh, he he, dis- he dispatched me rather easily, um, and then I didn't see him again for 10 years. We ended up. Uh, getting paired together at the Q School in Texas in 2007, and you know, just a great dude. Like I had, uh, I had my buddy the coupon caddy for me, and the coupon, and the coupon uh, mm-hmm. yeah, me and the coupon. We actually went to a Mavericks game with Michael Block and his caddy that week uh, because we just got along with him so good. I mean, uh, Michael Block was—I don't know if Michael went to grade school in St. Louis, but he went to Parkway Central. Uh, then I think did the PGA program down to Mississippi state and wound up back at UMSL and he played some amateur golf around St. Louis, not for very long because I think he turned pro not much longer after he beat me uh, at the district, but then he moved to California. And when I saw him again in 2007, you know, I, I walked up to him on the putting green. I said, do you remember kicking my ass at Bogey Hills? And he said, yes. Nice. <laughs> oh. and, um, Were you crestfallen and- when you lost that match? Uh, I don't think so. It was such a blowout that I oh. think it was just like, let's get off the property. Oh. <laughs> um, and it was just one of those things where sometimes when you play with guys over the years, whether you beat them or you don't, or, or you just play a lot, you, you become friendly. And he was one of those guys that I was, you know, friendly with. And then, um, like I said, we hung out in Dallas a little bit. And then uh, he played in a, I think he played at Shinnecock when I caddied for Nick. He did. Yeah, he did play in the that. 18 Open. Um, you know, the guy's an un- unbelievable player. I mean, obviously he showed his true skills this weekend, but he's played a number of majors and, and, a, and a handful of tour events. I know he gets into, like, the tournament at Riviera and the, and the Bob, the old Bob Hope and the Torrey Pines event because he's the uh, perennial player of the year in that South- Southern California section. So, uh, yeah, really cool to see a guy who, you know, played amateur golf in St. Louis and also, you know, played at Umsol and uh, has that little bit of a St. Louis tie uh, to, to see him do well and then just to know him a little bit, uh, you know, certainly happy for him. I was rooting for him. And the hole-in-one was just, uh, you know, that's that's porn star type stuff. It is porn mm. star type stuff. Where, where does he rank now in terms of the list of the greatest golfers St. Louis has ever turned out? Um, I think you got to put him in the, the top ten for sure. Um, I mean, I think in order to get on that list, um, you got to win – a tournament, but maybe he'll win this week in Colonial, and then he could climb up that list. I think I would go with Jay Haas being the top of that list. He's probably accomplished the most. I'd put Adam Long right there with his win in the modern era. What about um, Bob Goldie? Yeah, I, yeah, that's a fair point. But I, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I'm sorry, that was before my time. Oh. I was not uh, alive when he won. Doug, oh, okay. are you counting? Are you counting Hale Irwin as a St. Louisan? 
I don't know. Do you think so, Iggy? I mean, I know. I don't. He wasn't born here, just like I don't consider Jay Haas. He was born in Belleville. Uh -oh. That's a St. Louis. Uh oh, yeah, here we Belleville's go. Belleville's close enough, I think. Belleville's close enough. Now, Hale Irwin's, yeah, it's a different story. I mean, Hale Irwin married a St. Louis girl. Well, he right? lived in Frontenac forever, so yeah. he lived here a great portion of his playing career. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I think you got to be born in the metro area, I would think. That would make the quality. Or at least raised well, Michael here. Block wasn't born here, so. But raised here. Okay. <laughs> Doug, well, a lot I mean, of semantics I, going on. Yeah. Now you're changing the parameters again. Raised well, here. A lot of people are. <laughs> Doug, question. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just want to know who the best all-time golfer was in St. Louis. You're telling me it's Jay Haas. That's in my opinion. I would say Jay Haas. Well, but again, the Golby thing is a great point. He did win the Masters, so yeah. I would actually, now that I think about it, I would trump that because you know, winning a major certainly is uh, top of the mountain. Okay. Yeah, and winning the Masters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we just uh, the uh, the EDF raffle tickets are are entered in here. Uh, Pepper and Genie, who got the soccer jerseys. Fantastic, by the way. Phenomenal. Michael, you loved those, didn't you? Those are incredible. Uh, oh, you are drawing here, boys. Iggy, you want to hold it up and let the Plowhawks' little fingers crawl in there and slide in so nice-like? And the winner will get, courtesy of the EDF group. What does he get? $250 gift card, dinner oh. for four at oh. Olive and Oak with wine pairings, and four field box tickets to an upcoming Cardinal game, courtesy of the EDF group, Gosh. sponsor of our pre-party. Uh, on Wednesday night at Maggie O'Brien's. Plowhawk has just drawn a name. Here we go. This is going to be fun. And a lot of raffle tickets. Oh, no. on the, uh, Blown away YouTube. He was not looking. Okay. Totally legit. Um, I just totally fair. got it. Okay. Can uh, you read the name for us, please? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay, now read the name totally. for us, please. It's Stephen Wildwood. Oh, my oh, God! You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and you can verify. I, I, don't read the parentheses. That's, uh, I don't know if we can read that on air. Oh, but has got to be kidding If I'm not mistaken, that boy, Steve. Yeah, that would be that would be him. That's unbelievable. By the this way, guy. he saw Yeah. Stephen yeah. Wildwood. Nice. What a great winner, though. Out of about, what is it? I mean, I, I mean that, that's a fat stack. Couple hundred. And I went in, like, the middle of a you secret did. I saw pile down there. Like, when you pulled it. Well, those were 25 bucks each. So that's, um, that's fantastic. And all the proceeds are going to Birdie Survive Polar. Yeah, that's how about great. that? You're exactly right, Plowhawk. Let's look at the scoury. Boy, they're Huge. thrilled. Now, let's see if I would have picked a name. Who would I have picked? Oh, oh you are Gosh. Uh -huh. we so we're going to have an alternate, I guess. Does <laughs> that Plowsy have his moment of picking? <laughs> I didn't think it was a moment. I just thought, Stephen, that's a funny one to draw. But, again, you're probably going to know mostly everybody in there because people you've met and people well, were at the tournament. So. Yeah. All right, Iggy, pull one. Let's no, see I'm just who kidding. You no, pull one. Maybe I'll that. pull my name. Okay. Your name was in there? I bought one ticket. Uh, Michael, oh. you are uh, in Dallas, uh, PGA oh. uh, Champions Tour major, right? You're caddying this weekend? Yes. Yes, the uh, KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship at the new uh, Fields Ranch course in Frisco, Texas. I was on it yesterday. Uh, it's a brand-new facility. Nobody's ever played it. Uh, it's certainly in a tournament, that's for sure, and uh, pretty spectacular, i got to say. The fairways. You could eat scrambled eggs off these fairways. So I like that, it's, uh, looking, really? looking forward to it. Isn't the PGA at the, in Frisco in a couple of years? Yeah, this is going to be kind of the test run for the big, you know, for the regular PGA Tour, PGA Championship. I think they want to, you know, see what, how it plays and see how the routing is and see how the fans respond. And I mean, this this facility is it is enormous and really cool and just about. 
I'd say about 30 minutes north of Dallas in Frisco. So uh, should be should be fun. It seems like a big ballpark. So Timmy O'Neill, the guy that I'm with, he's a long hitter. So I kind of like that uh, for us because um, these majors, they, they kind of they stretch it out a little bit. So you got to hit it a little further. Well, this could be advantageous. Uh, how is the dating app scene in Dallas? I would imagine it has got to be one of the strongest markets in the game. Yeah, so I was lucky enough to be here and lay some groundwork about four weeks ago when we were here for the Invited Celebrity Classic. Uh, That was in Irving, Texas, part of the uh, Metroplex, as they call it down here. And, uh, Tim, you would be correct. The selection is spectacular. Uh, We we may have a repeat offender or two. Oh, Bill. Um, uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, You know, we're going to be here uh, for another five or six days, so... Uh, yeah, definitely a target-rich environment for those of you on the dating apps in the Dallas Metroplex region. Doc, let's go huh. down there and see see if we still got it. Dallas is an enormous city now. It's like the fourth or fifth largest market in the country. A lot of cash point. money, too. Growing like a weed. I got a couple of Hedo friends from Dallas, if you want me to give you a number. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> How old would these people be? Would they be in Wellington? They younger than me, so they'd probably be... Mid fifties. Michael tempted. Yeah, and one is Diane, no, who has not, not most, really tempted. Diane is, has the most beautiful breast you've ever seen. Don't sleep on Diane. <laughs> Diane, I love when you tell us stories like this, Iggy. When you mention these people, whether you use their first name or both their first and last name, as if we know them. I will <laughs> never. <laughs> I would never use their last name because a lot of these people don't want anybody to know they go to Hedo. Gail Volvo. Well. But sometimes when you talk about like people from Brentwood or back in the day, you'll you'll use their last name oh, yeah. or non-Hedo people, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they like the attention. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> so probably probably not. <laughs> they absolutely do. Michael, uh, great to get your perspective on, of course, the dotum, uh, Michael Block. And uh, also we got to argue whether or not Jay Haas is from St. Louis. That's always yeah. good. And, of course, uh, the dating app scene in Dallas, which I would imagine has to be... God, if you're doing Mount Rushmore cities for dating apps, I would have to think it would be in there. I would have to, but I don't know. I mean, you, you snuck us uh, up, up on us with Detroit last year, so, hell, I don't know. I think when you're going Mount Rushmore, you know, immediately Nashville comes to mind. Yeah. Immediately Scott's Scott. Yeah, that would be one I'd pick out, yeah. I think that uh, Dallas mm. could be in the conversation... Um, I think I've mentioned to you before that Charleston is a hidden gem. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just wonderful that we have this technology to utilize these days here in 2023. God, Doug, he's just living the life. This guy's living the life. Tell Timmy. Tell Timmy good luck. Uh, yeah, good Are we talking about the where, where are you staying in Vegas, Tim? I'm staying at uh, my usual haunt with a nice poker room, even though I don't uh, I don't play poker at the Palazzo. And he's not signing either. Yeah. He's not I'll, signing. Sign, I'll sign in Las Vegas. You will? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm always on a quest for sapphic play. Oh. It's, it's like I'm just resigned to it not happening, but I'm still on the quest. Memorial Day weekend, Orange County. It'll look like a, the guys waiting for Kepka uh, on the 18th green yesterday. There'll be a bunch of those guys in, really? in Las Vegas for Memorial Day weekend. Absolutely. Except they empty out of Orange County. Well, what a crew yeah, that was. Do you see that waiting for Capcom? Like, oh, my God. It looked like, it looked the, like mafia. the Sigma Chi house in the 90s. I was like, what in the world is this? I, I mean, that's how the guy rolls. <laughs> it is. He, 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 roll, he rolls straight bro. He is straight bro. Yeah. 
he uh, he may have just grabbed this momentum that you saw. He had it a couple of years ago. Jordan Spieth had it in 2015. Yeah. He may have just grabbed it to get, you know, another handful of majors. And, like, I mean, right now for his era, his age group, man, he is the alpha. And, you know, I don't know if you like him or not, but you got to respect, you know, the way the guy plays mm-hmm. and the way he handles his business. I mean, you know, there's a lot to deal with out there, and he just is kind of immune, and he was really – I didn't see a ton of it yesterday, but, man, he looked very poised. You know, nothing really rattled him. That's, That's the thing uh, about him. There are guys like that, and I don't know what – you, you talked about it with Nagel, that he just is kind of – you told a story about what he well, what he had to do in order to qualify a couple of years ago, which was insane, but how he bogeyed a hole, and, and then he needed a birdie and, and had this exchange with his son on the 18th tee, I think was a story yeah. you were telling. But, yeah, but, the, right. there's, but when Kepka was up and I saw him birdie two, three, and four, I'm like, well, maybe I'll go hit balls, you know, or maybe I'll go play because this thing is over. You know it with him. With other guys, you know they can be wobbly, but with Kepka, he just doesn't, he just doesn't have that. There's certain guys who have... And I don't even know what the trade is. I mean, you would know. It's, it's the story I told about you when we were down, I don't know, whatever amount of money we were on the fourth tee, and you got a lot of golf left. There's just a certain attitude that some people have and some don't. Hovland, unfortunately, has been known to have some issues when he's in a tight spot to date and hasn't won, even though he's been there a good amount of times. Kepka is the complete opposite. Tiger had it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that you're, everything you're saying it makes me think of Tiger. I think when Tiger was at his peak, and then certainly Kepka now, I think the thing that they both do so well is they never allow their emotions to overtake their mind. You know, they 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 just are able to not get too excited when things are going well, and not get down if they hit a bad shot. And it's almost like it's a poker game. And uh-huh. Brooks, right now, you know, I'm sure everybody saw that documentary they did about you know just a few months ago that came out and he looked like he was out of sorts and yeah. he had his hair frosted tipped and <laughs> you know he just looked he looked like he was not the guy that had won those majors and he wasn't he was battling that coming back from those injuries and i i mean he is and, and let's not forget about this whole you know business about the live tour i mean this is gonna change the politics in golf even more i mean the guy may qualify for the Ryder cup on points alone from the major so um the bottom line is if you play great, you know, you can write your own ticket. Michael Block, another uh, example of that as well. Yeah, getting the opportunity this week in Fort Worth. So I guess uh, I didn't even think about that. You'll have the uh, Champions event in Dallas and then uh, – or just a little north of Dallas, and then you'll have the uh, the event in Fort Worth for uh, the Schwab with uh, Michael Block getting a chance to do that. Well, enjoy it. I am sure you're going to engage in coitus with multiple friends. Hopefully <laughs> uh, that will happen some of it simultaneously, Doug, and that's what we're all striving for. The less popular M, FF. Well, Wellington was described as strapping. By, by, Lisa, by Ann. Lisa Ann. Yeah, yeah, she was looking at him like he was on the menu. That's what really? I saw. That's what I saw. I'm just telling you what I saw. <laughs> well, yes, and thank you to Lisa Ann for coming back and supporting the Dotem. She really has become a great friend, right? I mean, she is. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't even. I don't. I, I really at this point, it's so strange. Maybe it's not. I don't even think of her as an adult star. It doesn't. I guess I have to remind myself that. Oh yeah, I've seen her get you know banged by fifty people. Oh, but I, but it doesn't even cross my mind. I mean, me and Anna Marie and her just on the back of that boat where Jackson was wearing the diaper, and just having a conversation about childhood and upbringing, and, and didn't. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. You know, she she was who's nailing palin. Oh. 
Doesn't even cross my mind. We ate for th- we we were probably yeah, out three hours. We didn't talk about porn once, right. Doug. Not Ugh. once. She's just a smart businesswoman, Correct. and I kind of like it that that's happened organically. That I don't think necessarily people, you know, that's the, not the first thing that comes to mind. They're like, oh yeah, she's just kind of a normal person who happens to be smarter and probably wealthier than anybody else who shows up at the thing. Even when Juan from PP Corp tried to get her to invest she didn't in like the PP that Corp, she all. didn't like that and said, I can no. buy and sell you two or three times over, Juan. Kid. I think she said kid. <laughs> kid, yeah. She definitely, um, certainly her history would uh, acknowledge that she has a wonderful zest for living, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, you two, you two have some things in common, minus the... Yeah. Bangs. As far as I know, maybe you've participated in them. I don't know. I don't know. Doug, we don't kink shame on these shows. I do. You know. I do kink shame. I, I will definitely do that. <laughs> Michael, enjoy Dallas. Thanks, boys. Enjoy your week. God bless. All right, there he is, Michael Wellington. It'd be great to see Tim O'Neill have a big week for uh, for Michael this week, especially when distance is at play uh, down there in the Champions Tour major. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Close out the uh, Munganess St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. It is 827. Appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour coming up. Send your emails in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning.